Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, my friends. Simon Miller, the board a-hole here. And as you can see, I am such a big fan of Pac. I wanted to dress as he's been dressing, because of course Malachi Black spat some black mist into his eye. So now he has to walk around with an eye patch. So, so shall I. The problem is, given what happened at the end of this week's episode of Rampage, I really should look like this. But this makes my life very problematic, like I don't even know if I'm facing the camera right now. I may be at the same kind of angle that WWE superstars watch TV. Hello, my name is Simon from What Culture. Welcome to Ups and Downs for Rampage. I don't know what I'm doing right now, but there's no way we can do the whole video like this because bad things will happen. So instead, please do go and watch our other video on the channel right now, which is called The Chase Wrestling Edition. It's a cool quiz show we did. I think you'll enjoy it. I mean, are you even still there? Am I even still here? Let's just up those doubts. Right, okay, back to normality. We were not playing around at the start of AEW Rampage this week because it was our TNT title match with Sammy Guevara taking on Tony Nese. And yeah, I thought it was pretty, pretty good. Up. Sammy hit this ridiculous dive to start things off. Like he went through the middle ropes, but still somehow did this corkscrew. And then he grabbed Big Tone and he chucked him into Barry Barricade. And as I will say every single week, I feel so sorry for the double B. It is getting wrecked every single week. The cool part of the story, though, is that Sammy Guevara is still feeling the effects of his injured ribs. So as soon as Nice was able to go after them, he did, and he even gave him a gut buster. And that does exactly what it says on the tin, because if you had injured ribs, you don't want your gut to be busted. Now, I'm not sure it did such a good job that it made you go, oh my gosh, Sammy's going to lose his TNT title. But it was enough to suspend your disbelief. And never forget, that's all you need to do when it comes to professional wrestling matches. Just give the fans that little bit of a nugget and they can jump onto it. Realizing things were going badly, Sammy then hit this awesome springboard cutter. And just as he was going for the GTH, Tony Nese was like, ha, 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 no, that's not going to happen. He went for a single Boston crowd when all of a sudden Sammy Guevara's back to his feet and he hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. He then followed that up with a Spanish pie for a two. Wonderful. Nice was then throwing out 450s and I actually said, well, that's just ridiculous. There was a time in my life when nobody could do 450s and now everybody is doing them. And even though he hit a buckle bomb, all of a sudden Sammy hit his baby face power switch. He hit this big kick. He did score with the GTH. He is still your champion. Now I will say yes, I do think we're getting up to a stage where it would be good if we had a proper feud for the TNT title because Sammy Guevara has been doing the open challenge and Darby Allen did it and Cody Rose did it. And every now and then it's just good to do something a little bit different. But it's not like he's having bad matches, is it? 
I mean, sit down and go through every single one he's had since he became the champ, and all of them have been pretty damn good. We then got one of these Christian promos, and I swear, if this guy isn't about to turn heel on Jungle Boy, then my name isn't bald asshole moron. Because I am just convinced, because this was so on the nose, as Christian was all like, oh, my man Luchasaurus and my man Jungle Boy, they've got to be the number one contenders, they've got to be the champions, and I'm going to make sure that's the last thing that I do. This then ended when Luchasaurus went rah and screamed right into the camera. And I don't say this enough, I love that man. Still though, if this does end with bad guy Christian taking on Jungle Boy as Luchasaurus watches on the corner like, man, first my species were wiped out and now this, well, sign me up. And then Jade Cargill smashed Janai Kai. <laughs> I mean smashed. Because this was the equivalent of what Wardlow did on Dynamite. Jade walked to the ring, she did her pose, she hit a pump kick, she hit the glam slam, and she must have got the victory in around about 30 seconds. Cargill wasn't done either, so she attacked this poor schmo afterwards, and given that Thunder Rosa was on commentary, she ran down to the ring and she started to beat up Jade Cargill, which had even more meaning because who's fighting in the next round of the TBS tournament? I'll give you a minute to figure it out, but you should know, Jade Cargill versus Thunder Rosa. It also continues on the whole point of Jade, which is she's gonna go around crushing fools. And I actually don't know which way AEW is gonna go with this. I mean, I think Cargill will win the whole thing, but will Thunder Rosa actually lose? Look, I'm even saying it like it is a story, which it is, it's getting it up. Also, quick shout out to Janai Kai as well, cause she kind of looked like a Mortal Kombat character. So instantly, I think she rocks. We then had this promo by the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, and it was so funny, I laughed out loud. It was mostly Nick Jackson at the end who went nuts at Brandon Cutler because he couldn't turn the camera off. Plus he was basically dressed like a tree. I love Matt Jackson, I love Nick Jackson, and I love Adam Cole, who was also here. They also told us that the Young Bucks are ready to return to the ring and that they want a match against the best friends. And if you were keeping an eye out here, who did we see in the background? It was Don Callis and he was chatting to somebody on the phone. I wonder who it was. Eddie Kingston was then here and he was telling us he doesn't care for Chris Jericho, but he also doesn't like 2.0. So once again, I'm not quite sure how that feud is gonna go. It's like multiple feuds all in one. And we had a preview video for Brian Danielson versus John Silver that's happening on Dynamite. And just go and watch it. Heel Brian Danielson is the best thing in the world. He makes me feel all warm and fuzzy in my dumb dumb. It was then our main event, and I loved this instantly because Mark Henry was all like, Pac, what are you doing? How are you gonna fight? You've only got one eye. And then Pac retorted, what are you talking about? I can still see you, goof. And I realized in this moment, this is exactly what I want from professional wrestling. Otherwise, it was FTR versus Pirate Pack and Penta, and all of this absolutely rocked. Because Penta and Cash Wheeler kicked things off with some wrestling before Pack and Dax Harwood did the same. But during all of this, I think Penta went, wait, no, what am I doing? I'm an absolutely crazy loon, and he busted out a double foot stomp from the top rope. But this scared the shit out of FTR, who basically swarmed him, and that's how they got in control. You knew that was going to end with Pack getting the tag, which he did do, and he started to do all his crisp off. Offense, but do you not happen when he went for a springboard? He flubbed up and he fell on the floor. And no, this wasn't a botch, those crazy people on the internet. It's because he's only got one eye. And have you ever had one eye? Probably not, it doesn't make any sense. But you have no depth perception and it's impossible to do anything if you haven't got depth perception. Walk around today doing this. You're gonna be bumping into walls, you're gonna be falling on the floor, you are gonna be having a terrible time. And also people are gonna be looking at you going, why is that idiot walking around with his hand smashed into his face? This allowed the AAA Tag Team Champions to once again be on top. And even though Penta was gonna tag Pack at one point, they were able to pull Penta off the 
apron. And this is where I realized I had totally lost control of what was going on. Because Harwood went to make a cover, but the referee was like, no, you're not allowed to do that because you're not the legal man. It's a good thing he's in charge and not me because I hadn't picked up on that at all. But this was such a wonderful little spice that we're adding on to the match because who is more obsessed with tag team rules than FTR? No one, so it kind of came back and bit them in the ass. And that's also what FTR must stand for, follow the rules. Soon Penta got the super duper hot tag and it was at this moment when I remembered you ain't human. You ain't human, what's a human? A human, but he just ran wild and he just went crazy and he hit this backstabber that was quite frankly ridiculous. It only got a two, which is when FTR started attacking again and they hit this top rope leg drop, but then Pac was flying out of nowhere with a cross body, but somehow that was reversed. I had to go and lie down because it honestly was just move, 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 go, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, no wonder I had no idea who the legal man was, who the hell could keep up with this thing. And at one point, Pac and Tully Blanchard collided into to each other when Talia decided just to get up on the apron. And just when Pac was going to take advantage of that, who ran down to the ring and splat black mist into his other eye? It was none other than Malachi Black. So now I really am worried about his vision. I mean, now he doesn't actually have any good eyes, which is not good grammar. And as soon as Harwood had saw this, he kind of hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. I mean, it's basically just a quick pin because Pac was going, my eyes, my eyes. He didn't kick out because why would he? I thought all this was great though, especially after the fact because FTR ripped off Penta's mask, which they loved doing. But then my word were they outdone because Malachi got back in the ring. He took his hands and he tried to gouge out Pac's eyes to the point when he was done, he showed his hands to the camera and they were covered in blood. So no offense to Penta, I know it's like, oh my gosh, you lost your mask. But when someone is coming after your seeing devices, that wins. So really, this could be one of the best endings we've ever seen to Rampage. Like, it left me going, well, flub me sideways. I didn't see that coming. And also, it means we're going to do a Pack versus Malachi Black feud. Who the hell doesn't want that? Or at least I do, and it's getting it up. So as ever, you know the deal. Boring, boring time when you're a biased asshole. I know, I hear it all the time. It's just 60 minutes of really fun wrestling, and it zooms by, and it's just entertaining, and it's just enjoyable, and I'm a positive Pete, and it's getting it up. Now please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's AEW Rampage. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head on over to whatculture.com, where you can read stuff from articles. Make sure you come follow us on social media. And again... Go watch SmackDown Ups and Downs. Go watch our edition of The Chase, the wrestling edition. I promise you, you'll enjoy it. And then just have a good life, because why wouldn't you? My name is Simon What Culture. Make sure you have a lovely little day as well before you go on to have your amazing life. I always appreciate you tuning in. See you soon. Unless you're pack, you're not going to be seeing anything. Shouldn't have said it. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.